welcome to episode 97 of the Muck Podcast, an affiliate of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Oh, Hillary. I feel like it's been weeks, but it hasn't. It has felt like weeks, hasn't it? It's been a very exciting week. I mean, our last episode has had rave reviews, honey. Ooh. Rave reviews. Mostly because I lose my mind, which is it's, totally cool. I love I'm good it at, I'm so fine. much. <laughs> I, I know might, you do. I there know might you be do. a repeat, folks. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. It's so fucked up. There I am might be so out I'm of my sure. mind. I wanted to um, thank our friend councilwoman Denise Horland for her post on oh Facebook. Oh my God. She is such, so she's a councilwoman for the city of plantation here in Broward County. She's, we please get her on little muck. Yes. Please send Let's a do fucking it. message and get her on there. Come on the show. I want her on. She's, I, her whole thing is fascinating to me. Yes. I have so many questions, but she's such a sweetheart and so supportive. And she put this post oh, up about the show and like, you guys should be one. listening to this. And Aww. it's so great. Did, how amazing was that? I was so touched. Yeah. And then she said she'd come on Little Muck, and I was like, Let's book it. Go. Let's go. Woo. We should have her sitting here at the table with us. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Live. Um, Live and in person, and then we got to find a way to film it, but we don't know what we're doing. Oh, my God. Maybe you know, barefoot. What about you know, barefoot? Barefoot. Yeah, come film, film us. Come, come film us. But or help us with the GoPro. Tina, you're acting as if we didn't film interviews for fucking two I years, know. three years. That's what, what we did. We were filming interviews with I candidates. Know. We could do it. We just get. I have, I set my iPhone up. Who cares? I have, I have tripods. I have. I, I mean, have let's just the, fucking do it. Okay. I mean, I'm looking fabulous this morning. You are adorable. I got to tell you, I love Sunday mornings right now. I get up early. I go for a run. I take a shower. I take my son to hockey. It's the fucking best. Yes, it's the I, best. I did the same. And because I got my Talking Sopranos book, yes. I don't know if you noticed that what I'm, you know. What? Your Adidas I'm pants? in my, yes, I'm in my tracksuit, girl. <laughs> Tina, you take it a little too far. Like, take it a little too far. I don't know if that's necessary to read the book, but oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wanted to bring up. I have two copies oh. of the book, P.S., Two. Well, one is signed, and so oh. I don't want to like mess it up. And the oh, other, oh my god. So, She's but obsessed. my well, just so someone else in my life got me the book that wasn't Aww. signed, and I was like, oh, this is perfect because I can actually like get, sit down and read yeah. and enjoy it and not like mess it up. What is in this book? They talk about the episodes. It's another like deep dive where they like interview people. There's yeah. pictures, like their personal photos. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, this poor David Chase. God bless his soul. This guy's never for the. It's going to be in his obituary that he fucked up the end of the. Sopranos that, or I that know, he pissed but, people off well, but he came out finally yeah so I was gonna say did you see that this week I oh I did but what is he I, I gotta tell you I didn't bother looking because I know that it meant Tony died yeah. so like why are we still talking about that, this so I guess he uh thought he didn't think that people would have been as confused as they were with the yeah. ending yeah and I mean that episode opens up with Tony if you go back and look at it and I, I know that I've watched it way too many mm -hmm. times but the opening scene is a close-up of Tony's face and there's pillows kind of hugging his face a little oh. bit. His mouth is slightly open and it looks like he's lying in a coffin. Oh, shit. And then he wakes up. So oh. it's like, you know, from the beginning, he's setting up oh. Tony's death. At least that's how, okay. like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I got it. I mean, we've talked about this before, I think, but I am... I've got to listen to Talking Sopranos because there's oh. so many dream sequences in The Sopranos yes. that I don't know... What is happening, honey? I don't yeah. know well, what is happening. Well, and Michael Imperioli is really good at like trying to analyze Interpreting it. Interpreting the whole Steve thing. And Steve is like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Like, he, yeah. it, I he, he is the best. <laughs> I love Michael Imperioli, but Steve Sharippa steals the show for me. Yeah. He steals my heart. I yeah. love him. I want him to adopt me. Yes. 
um amazing he's very he's he's very cute too and i love his cute so face funny he's like a big teddy bear oh my god yeah funny 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 and he's just rages against people and it makes me so happy that's awesome but yeah so i'm curious because they had david chase on and david chase oh, yeah. would not say whether or not tony was dead and then they were like we're gonna bring him back on at the end so now i'm at the i'm at like bottom oh. five and i'm so they're, sad so what happens at the end of this, this it's over the podcast yeah is over. They, so they're not i i'm you don't oh, understand Tina. how sad i'm going to be because i'm i oh. love listening to them yeah and they do like two hour shows like they're long shows wow they bring in um guests like they yeah. brought in you know um Jamie, Jamie Lynn, yes. they, they brought in a little AJ, Robert, or Robert Eisler, like they yeah. bring in the guests, the behind the scenes people, and then they talk to them first. And then they're like, okay, let's deep dive into the episode. So you have the interview part, then they deep dive. And it's almost oh, like they're in the last season. They're like, this oh, is wow, it. wow. And so they're bringing David Chase back on. And they said, Bobby, okay, good. So he'll be on the left. Steve Sherpa said, yeah. I'm gonna ask him again. <laughs> Bobby. But now I'm curious, like they pre recorded these. Oh, because I can tell like it's not happening real time um, just because of like certain things that have happened or things that they're commenting on time wise. Like it's not lined up with like the release date, which is fine. So I'm curious, like, did he tell it on Talking Sopranos? It's pre-recorded that he felt like he could say it now in this other thing. Or did he screw the two of them over when they asked twice and he doesn't say nothing? That's what I'm curious about. I'm sure he says something at the end there. Come on. But we'll it's see, haunting we'll him. David. This this end of this series haunts him. And it's a brilliant fucking series. It's so How could good. people get so fucking worked up at the last five seconds of a fucking show? Steve Sharifa the whole time is like, I believe he's alive. What and the fuck? Yes, How yes. can he think that? He thinks that he's alive. He's like, I think it just ended. But even, even I swear, I where did I see this? Is it, I thought it was from David Chase when he said it blacks out. The entire show has been from t- Tony's point of view. How, yes. If the screen goes blank, he no longer has a point yes, of view. What yes. the fuck are we talking? about and that last episode it's really like directly through his eyes like, yeah you see everything the, the way the bell rings in the, in the, on and the door look up yeah 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 he, he's dead oh he's i don't dead. think the whole yeah. family died i think it was they oh, shoot no. him at the table in front of his family and they oh, leave yeah. i yeah. don't think it's like a which is again when you think about even thinking we didn't get to see that but if you imagine it it's like finally at their fu- in their yes. face because yes. they kind of they dance around how they you know are supported Yes. And they know that there's death involved in all of that, but it's now right in their it's face right at the table where they're about to eat dinner. You yes. know what I mean? It's incredible. And he says in that interview, David Chase, he's like, you know, he didn't want to put mm-hmm. Tony's death on screen. I'm glad it didn't. And, I and like that. Said, and I he like said, that. He's like, you know, yes, he's a bad guy, but he's like, we all love him in some way. He's like, I couldn't do that to this character. Like, no. I, I agree with that. So I thought that, okay, like I get that. I totally understand it. I'm totally glad that, that I didn't get to see that. Now he's forever just those images that we have yes. in our head. We don't and there's no blood. No 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 no, 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 no. I don't want to see that. Bill Leotardo run over by the car with his head. I yeah, no, that, no, that, no. That, we can't see that for Tony. No, please. He's, uh, he's an angel. Oh, Tony. He's a, he's a psychotic, oh, you know, yeah, murdering so angel. So but he's okay. a fucking angel. <laughs> Um, I wanted to tell you about a couple of things. So first of all, you know how much I love art. I post it on my Instagram all the time. Like I love the art that I find on Instagram. And, um, I found two artists that I want to tell you about. First of all, is Sarah Manley, M-A-N-L-E-Y. And she does a bunch of you know, my Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. I was Phoebe Bridgers on the last episode. Remember? Yes. Hi. 
Um, and you sang. You and sang I sang her, her songs. Oh, so and uh, she takes like lyrics of her songs and she puts them in her art. And it's so oh. good. And I love it. I love it. And she does other artists too. There's some Taylor Swift stuff, which, you know, I'm not a Swifty. Yeah. I, we have some friends that are Swifties. What's that? Yes. That's the only one I really know. Yeah, I know. Like Shake It Off. Yeah, that's it, I think. Is it? Okay, so... Yeah, you, but Mariah Carey does a shake it off. Oh. That is the is better. Like well, when, it's Mariah come Carey. on, come on, hello. I mean the emancipation of me, me, honey. <laughs> so, <laughs> the other one um, is Daniel Kern, K E R N, and oh. so Daniel Kern does these like beautiful fucking drawings, um, and they're like dark, and they have like you know semi nude women in them, but they're like there's there's skulls or there's like there's like these powerful images of women like slaying. Ooh. you know dragons or snakes or like okay. it's just incredible there's I nature like involved i fucking love it so i'm looking at these images right and i'm like i fucking love this so i liked his instagram and not long after he liked our, my instagram and the muck and i was like hi, hi. hi. hello how hello. are you so i'm like okay i'm sending him a message and i'm like hi so we start talking and i'm like what? here's the thing i want you to draw me like i want to be I want a picture yes. of me looking like this. Like I struggle with like body image and like how amazing. I view myself. And I thought to my, I thought like, I want to feel like the way that I look at his art. Like I want to see myself this is in so that. Incredibly is this exciting. fucking crazy or yeah, what? No, I'm I love so this. fucking excited. So we talked for a little bit and then I was like, and you just commissioned him like, hey, and I, yeah. So like a couple whatever. days ago I was like, bro, I really, I'm serious. Like I want to commission you to like, do this. I want to pay you to draw me. And he's like, all right, what size? Da, 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 send me some poses. And I was like, <gasps> all right. And I fucking did it. No! <laughs> yes. Oh my God. We are posting this on <laughs> everywhere. I'm kind of fucking stoked. Like I'm really excited. This is like so empowering. Yeah, I love yeah. it. He's like, what kind of animal? And I, like, he does these things with rabbits that are kind of cool. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to hang this in my newly single bedroom. Yes. I want... I want a snake. I want a huge fucking snake. I want to look powerful. I want yes. to look like I'm going to kill everyone. That's what he's going to fucking draw. This is the best thing I think you could have done for yourself. Hello. I really do. How about that? And I love that it's going to be in your bedroom. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go to bed Whoa. every night feeling strong, bitch. Yes. <laughs> I, I got to work on that. This. The, the, the mind fucks you. You know what I mean? Like you can really, you know, allow it to bring you down yes so I'm really excited and he's cool and he was like I sent my condolences you live in Florida that sucks and so then we went to a whole thing about <laughs> politics and how fucked Yay. everything is so he's cool maybe he's listening he, oh by the way he is listening <gasps> because he listened to the last episode and he what? was like this is so fucking great he liked it he thought it was Hi. great yeah so he's cool oh my god this is awesome this is beyond awesome so excited so I, I will, sh I'll show it to you and yeah, we could send, we could totally share it on the muck. I'd be we happy need to share it on and the muck. I'd like to just, so we could promote and him let's really. promote him too. Yeah. 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 One million percent. Yeah. So I thought that was exciting. That's amazing. <laughs> I need something to keep myself busy. Yes. This does it. That roller skating went skating this week. That was fucking awesome. Oh, wonderful things. Um, yes. So also I wanted to bring up, unless you have something else, my last thing. I do have something. Okay, that go it's ahead. like a, such a downer. Do it. What I, is it? I am. Um, I, I texted you about this earlier in the week about I'm very. Oh, upset. yeah. Yes. I'm very upset about this religious group mm. that seems to be infiltrating schools throughout 
the state of Florida, not just Broward County. And I, I might be, I, I think, I, I think, I think I'm going to call like ACLU and the ADL. Do it. I'm doing well, it. Tell me what's happening though. So essentially it's a group that is trying to, I believe, uh, recruit children mm-hmm. uh, to local churches. And I don't think that that should be happening but on public school grounds. That's right, through the school. Correct. Through the public through school. Through the public school. Right. And then I, I sent a Which is why very, it's bad. I sent a very long email quoting from the website because the website says, like, the, the, it's so funny with language. They send this, it's faith-based. They say it in the email. They have a flyer. The flyer says it's a faith-based group, and it says biblical truths. Um, but the bulk of it is like game day, sports, fun, bonding, any denomination is welcome. Mm. Like, you know, it's, it's, it seems very innocent. Yeah, so they'll I slip said, it in. They slip it in, honey. But I said, let me, let me see what this, this group is. Mm. And when I went on the website, it had language that was basically like children aged 4 to 11 is the prime age to convert them to Christ, mm. that w- our mission, their mission statement is to reach every child across every school campus and get them to Christ. Like that to me is you now, you say it in your mission statement. And when I wrote to the school, the school wrote back yeah. saying um, essentially that uh, the Supreme Court oh. through equal access allows this to happen. Oh, So I said, <laughs> really? I, said I said, well, let me, let me look at this. And my husband, he, this really riled my husband. I'm sure. So he, he looked it up and found that equal access is for secondary, 7th through 12th okay. grade. Okay. It has to be student-initiated and student-led. So if you want to have a faith-based group. Got it. And you want to pray. A prayer group yeah, before do whatever school. whatever you want after school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine. Got it. Okay. You can do that. Mm-hmm. It cannot be school-initiated. Right. It cannot be endorsed by a school. And it cannot have teachers promoting it. So what I said there, I said, you know, um, in my original email was that it's, it's going to be very confusing to families when they see that there's a teacher sponsor present because it makes it seem then that the school is endorsing this group. Yeah. Right. And the, the person who wrote back said that the teacher sponsor was strictly uh, for safety purposes. But when I went to the website of this organization, it listed by county in the state of Florida oh, no. what schools they have, what mm-hmm. schools they're trying to get. And on the trying to get, it was like, we need Christian teachers Oop. to sponsor. So Oof-a. this isn't just for safety. This is now you're getting teachers to distribute material to children mm. and get them to a particular church. Yeah. That is a violation of church and state. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to, if I have to push it as far as I'm pushing it, I don't care. Because when there's people in the community who want to attack about a field trip, Ooh. guess what? Yeah, bitch. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. And I, I'm ready. I'm like, let's go. Good. And Long, I'm behind you 100,000%. <sighs> I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure really the school good. board would be too. But uh, speaking of that field trip thing that we talked about with Sarah last yeah. week, uh, I saw a fantastic fucking column in Sun Sentinel over the weekend or maybe last week saying how fucking ludicrous this whole thing was and how the, and their quotes from the parents whose kids were on that field trip are incredible. They can't believe the attacks that she had to go under. And they taught, they listed things in there. She must've said, here's, here's the fucking emails I've been getting and showed them to the paper because they had quotes from these emails 
it's just outrageous. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. So I know that it's under the banner of heaven and Jesus and all that though, yeah. right? Well, Give me a break. I mean, you know, the attacks on her, there's nowhere near yeah. being fucking faith based. Yeah. Violent. Right. I mean, my God. And, uh, it just, I hope that she is a better or feeling some way better. And then also just to see that the community supports her yes. is something that I think matters. You know, when it's coming from outside the community, like I was saying last week, like these fucking motherfuckers yeah, don't even they know. They don't even know. So South go fuck Florida. yourself. You know what I mean? And the thing is, and I'll find out more. I'm, I don't have confirmation on this, but there may be uh, a political figure in the community. Are you kidding that me? may have been bringing this to the schools somebody that i would know yes holy shit i'll tell you off the air until i can confirm my god i hate everything everyone but (laughs) (laughs) last friday we had a little muck Yes, with, with Professor. Oh my God, dude, Professor Fanita Tolson, and you know we recorded that a couple weeks ago, and I I edited it last week, and yes. as I was editing it, I'm like, incredible. This is so much better than I even remember when we were having the conversation. Yeah. It's scary, Kate, of course, who listens to our podcast. Our friend was, I saw her yesterday, and she goes, <laughs> "Oh my God, this episode." She was like, "I'm fucking furious and like scared," and I'm like, "I know, yeah, like we don't have and that many and chances, it's, and, left. and it's even worse since we recorded that. And it's I only know, been two weeks, I know." So. <laughs> Uh, please check it out. She's amazing. And then when I went to her Twitter to like to to tag her and stuff, I was sharing these clips of these videos of her yes. testifying in front of Congress and and that went and on other Cruz, shows, the yeah. one with Cruz, and then also going on all these other news programs. But she's an incredible woman and she's brilliant. And I mean, how lucky we were to have her on the show. Yeah. I feel so so good about that. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I loved so it. Good. So if you so haven't good. heard it, please go and check it out. Yes, and again, if there's anyone you know that you've seen. Uh, that you would like to hear more from that you think would be a great little muck guest, like shoot us an email, like tell us, oh, I saw this great person on this interview or, oh, I saw this here. Like yeah. they'd be great for little muck. Mm-hmm. You know, let us know. We want to provide you people that you want to hear from. Let me tell you something else where I'm going to say high five, bitch. I don't know if you've noticed, but we are incredibly fucking close to 30,000 downloads. I know. 30. <laughs> 30,000 downloads of this fucking podcast. Yes. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. And so, yeah, here is, we're going to, we're going to ask you guys, please tell two people in your life. If you're listening today, yeah, just text, like text the episode over and say, you got to check this out. Like, just please. It's all about spreading the word. And when mm-hmm. people hear things from their friends, they're more apt to listen. Yes. So do us a solid and just share it with one or two people in your life that you think would really um, enjoy the show. Yeah. Tell them there's a crazy lady on there who screams. Screams and she might be screaming again today. Oh God. All right. Well, listen, are we ready? (laughs) Yes. Now I have to videotape your reaction. Oh no. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to do. Wait, let let me, let me get my hair now. Okay. Let me me get, get, you always look cute, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> let me make sure let me get those locks going okay okay <gasps> <laughs> all right i'm, I'm scared i'm scared don't be I'm scared. scared don't be scared today oh god i am covering okay u.s congressman <gasps> al c hastings oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Okay. Are you ready? I don't know if I'm ready. I know. I know. Okay. 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 We got to do it. We got to do it. (laughs) 
Tina. Oh my God. Tina. Are you, are you ready to do this? I got to tell you, I so, it occurred do to you, me. Do I you think need it, to go in the freezer and we got to cool off? I'm already drinking vodka because. Do you like that reference? No. Yes. <laughs> yes, but I'm not bringing that up because I couldn't confirm it. So oh. I'm not going to bring that up. <laughs> Bitch, I had to play this one by the book because I'm so scared. I'm oh. so scared. Well, it's not that I'm scared. Here's the thing. Anybody well, who knows us and has, has known about this. I've mentioned it on other podcasts. Yes. That this is the person I wanted to cover from For, the beginning yeah. of this fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's and true. And we have all said no, Hillary. No, no. no. Yeah. And no, so when yeah. Alfredo. EP, yes. Our EP said yes. Yes. So our executive producer, our friend Alfredo, I sent him a message, a, t- a text on Wednesday and I was reading about all of these things happening with it, with Alcy Hastings seat. Oh, and I God. said, I said, bro, I want to, f- I I'm going to cover. I just said, I'm going to cover Alcy Hastings this week. And he goes, okay. <gasps> and he goes, I think it's a perfect time. And I was oh! like, yes, yes! <laughs> I've been waiting almost two years to get that fucking wow. response from him. <laughs> because here's the thing. Thank you. Executive producer. Thank you, Alfredo. Because here's the thing. Like it's timely. Right, like it, is. it is a time right now to talk about him, but well, especially also with the mess that is happening. Right, so we'll talk about that, but also it's like here's the thing. Oh my god! Um, if Alcee Hastings is a very respected yes uh, congressman from Broward County, um, I've wanted to cover him because he is like this hero to the community, and I totally yeah. understand why. Like yes. I get it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I we're really not. Am. Yeah, we're not trying to take that away. I've never wanted to come on here and been like this. Fun- no, I, I this is not one of those things, but there's this crazy fucking story. Yeah. And when you read about Alcee Hastings, they don't bring it up. Although he would bring it up. I found plenty of articles where he's like, well, you know, I can't be on this impeachment, uh, fucking count yeah. committee because I've got, that's, that's all they're going to talk about if I'm on there. Like he, so he, he acknowledged, kind of, she's he like, Hey, always this is what I did. It always acknowledged it. Listen, so listen, people can, uh, good guys can go bad, but they can also yeah. find a path to redemption. But he like, he never happen. stopped. Happen. Even with this incident, he never stopped claiming he was innocent, which I, all right. And I also want to say something else. Like, here's the thing. There's lots of other things I could say here. Like there's other scandals, right? Recent Ooh, with Alcee oh, Hastings yes. that I'm not going to bring up because okay. listen, he's passed. What am I going to do? Yeah. You want to go find some stuff? You can go find some stuff about Alcee Hastings because there are some kind of mucky things. Tina. Oh my But I'm not goodness. going to talk ill okay, about so, that. All right. So all let's right. just get, let's I'm excited get into to it. See the, I'm, I'm excited okay. to see the angle that you're going to go. Okay. So let's start off with, uh, Wow. I'm still like, wow. I know. I, I don't even, I, I don't even, I know. I, I can't. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm a little concerned. We got a lot of things coming up. Like we got a, we got a dolphins meeting this week. I'm worried about like, I'm going to do this now. And is anybody going to say anything? I'm worried about, like, I don't know. I just worry about what's going to happen, but well, I'm but, really but, not, but show, I'm not here to shit talk anybody, yes. but okay. it's just a incident that happened. He acknowledged it. It's a thing. He moved on. So he became incredibly successful after yes. this incident. So Which it's not great. like it stopped him. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Let's go. So Alcee Hastings was born on September 5th, 1936 in Altamont Springs, Florida. He was the only son of Mildred and Julius Hastings who were a maid and a butler. And he attended Crooms Academy in Goldsboro, which is, which is, I think renamed Sanford at this point. Uh, And he later attended Howard University in Washington, D.C. and Fisk University in Nashville, Tennessee. He earned his bachelor's of arts degree in zoology and botany from Ooh. fisk in 1958 what? 
He attended Howard University Law School from 1958 to 60, but he was thrown out of the law school for, quote, lacking serious purpose, seriousness of purpose. End quote. Oh, that's a dumb reason to throw somebody <laughs> out. But it's like also a crazy time, right? Yeah. We're talking about the civil rights era. Like yeah. he was probably out doing all of those Good. things. And so he, you know, he gets thrown out of the school. Uh. But then he later attended and received his law degree from Florida A&M University in 1963. And he was admitted to the bar that same year. And uh, he was an activist. He was jailed in a dozen civil rights sit-ins and demonstrations in the 1950s and 60s, right. which he also continued throughout his career, yes. right? I mean, that's as what a lawyer, as a congressman, yes. he was always fighting for civil rights for everyone, people of color, the LGBTQ community, women. Yes. So he was a huge advocate for, for our civil rights. Um, and as a young lawyer in Fort Lauderdale, he and his partner, W. George Allen, off, often in alliance with the NAACP, filed lawsuits against restaurants, hotels, government entities, such as the Broward County School District, to force desegregation. Okay. Amazing. Yes. In 1966, after civil unrest erupted in Pompano Beach, Hastings was widely quoted for his explanation about why race riots ripped through the country. He said, quote, because no matter what they tell you, all is not right in colored town. When you have people living in squalor and seething desperation with poor housing, miserable, menial jobs and inferior schools, you have the exact same situation they have in Watts, end quote, which was mm. the Watts riots that yeah. happened in, in Los Angeles, I believe. Wow. So in 1970, Hastings became the first black Floridian to run for the U.S. Senate, Ooh. although he had he knew it was a long shot. He said, quote, this will help blacks overcome their inferiority complex. I think I will prove to blacks and to whites alike that a Negro candidate can be just as seriously concerned with taxation, with saving our environment, with providing rapid transportation and with helpful programs for our senior citizens as any white candidate is, end quote. Let's go. I love this. In 1970, he's talking about the environment. Yeah. Right? I know. And and, and everybody fell off that train. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Look at where we are today. Oh, girl, please. They're going to Mars. They're going to leave us behind and please, going to Mars. Please, leave me behind. That, that, <laughs> oh, I can't stand that guy. Bezos? Or um, um, Musk. Musk. Both, of, both of them. You mean Elon Musk who's going to build a tunnel to the yeah. beach in Fort yeah. Lauderdale? Whose fucking bright idea is that? That's a you get, motherfuckers. He needs to get out. You can't even stop dumping sewage into the canals, but you're going to build a tunnel yeah. to the beach? Oh, oh, okay. I've lived here yeah. my whole life. I've never had a problem getting to the fucking beach on roads. I don't know why there's a tunnel. Am I crazy? I, I just don't know. The one thing I worry about, you know, uh, we're at sea. There's a reason we don't have basements in yeah. Florida. You dig an inch into the ground, you hit water. <laughs> like, Why are we digging I, a tunnel I, yeah, to the I'm, fucking beach? I'm it just makes worried no fucking about sense. The the house sound. I'm oh, I'm please. sure there are architects involved, but it just still oh, makes so me very stupid. nervous. It's so dumb. Don't you have anything else to fucking do in he Fort doesn't. Lauderdale? He has nothing else to do with his time or his life. Oh, great. Ugh. So um, he lost that Senate race, and actually, he lost eight races. All these different, he ran for, for it several times, but, um, what he, what he, his race did and what his, um, his campaigns did is it built a foundation of political power for blacks in Broward County. And he also raised his own profile among state and national political leaders in the democratic party. Um, and he said, quote, we, we, we did establish credibility in this race. We proved that a black man can run for statewide office. A black man with money can probably win End quote. So. In 1977, Governor Reuben Askew appointed Hastings as a Broward County Circuit Court judge, the start of a meteoric, meteoric judicial career. Yes. So two years later, in 1979, President Jimmy Carter appointed Hastings to the U.S. District Court, making him the first black federal judge in Florida. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. 
So uh, for his swearing-in ceremony, he chose Fort Lauderdale's Dillard High School, a school he helped desegregate. Oh. Isn't that fucking incredible, That's Tina? Beautiful. <laughs> I get goosebumps. Oh. I fucking love that. No, it's great. God damn it. Um, as a judge, he was wisecracking, and he flexed, he flexed his muscle to protect the poor and the disenfranchised. Yes. He defied Ronald Reagan's policies, calling the president dumb and a Ooh, dodo. Yes. <laughs> and okay, he, I, I'm loving, I'm loving yeah. all of this. And he blocked an INS order to deport Haitians. So he was totally fucking Let's in go. it. Yeah, he fucking... So, it's not like he got this judgeship and was like, okay, now I've got to follow this thing. He was yeah, like, no, no I'm still going to be who I am. Yes, I'm still going to be like, fuck the system, right? Yes. Which is what he was doing. And yes. it's amazing. He took, he didn't, you know, forget who he was, this yeah. civil rights fighter. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to use this power that I've been given for good, which yeah. is incredible. Yes. Cause, cause sometimes that doesn't happen, right? Of course. We see it, we see it all the time. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into, cause this is around oh, the time. No. Oh that no! Something bad oh, happens. No. I know, but then we'll get into more good stuff. So okay. it's all, all going to be okay. Okay. So in 1981, Hastings was charged with conspiracy and obstruction of justice for soliciting a $150,000 bribe in return Ooh. for reducing the sentences of the mafia-connected Romano brothers, oh, who, had been, who had been convicted in Hastings Court <gasps> of embezzling $1.2 million from a Teamsters pension fund. Oh. So the, he, I didn't realize it was a mafia connection. I know. I didn't either until I started doing the story. Wow. Um, yeah. So he also allegedly offered to return um, some confiscated property to the brothers, and um, both of which he actually did. Okay? okay. So he he did but reduce he their sentence. Yeah, but he did can't. have, there is paperwork of him signing paperwork and, you know, saying return Here, this property. Okay. So these things that he was accused of, he actually did reduce yeah. their sentence. He did give them this property back. So let's I let's just, just yeah. sit on that for a second. And and did he ever say? Because I would imagine that when the mob comes to you and they ask you uh-huh. to do them a favor, and I now yes, I'm going to pay you or whatever. So, how do you still say no to the mob? You know what I mean? But that's not what happened. Oh, that's not what happened. No. Oh, he and another guy said to them. Oh, he went to the mob. We'll get hey. Oh, that allegedly. If you do th- allegedly, if you do this. You give me this money. Oh, I'll, I I'll thought, do these things for you. I thought, you know, no, 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 like no, no, no. Rolling up to him, saying, no. "Hey, listen," and, and kind of leaning that's on him. That's not a what. That's not the accusation. Oh. It's the other way around. Oh, okay. Well, maybe he saw an opportunity. I don't oh, know, no. Tina. Listen, what do we? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a regular book episode, everybody. <laughs> this is Hillary's holding, her, biting her tongue very oh, hard. My so, God. William Borders, who was a Washington D.C.-based lawyer was also indicted alongside Hastings. So he was in doing this with Hastings, allegedly. Okay. And, but he, and he was convicted in 1982 in an FBI sting operation. So the FBI gets wind of like, these two might be up to something. Oh, and they start no. trailing borders. Well, there we go. And, you know, he, they take him, to, they see him at a hotel. He's talking to Hastings. I mean, there's all kinds of evidence so they have, here. Yeah, they have it. They're filming. Uh, they're taking they got pictures. It. And, so, and then this guy was convicted. So here comes Hastings, right? Hastings now has his trial. But his trial goes a totally different way. He's acquitted in oh. criminal court in 1983. So he beats this fucking thing, right? How? They're just like they said, it's too circumstantial. Maybe, or... maybe Borders was the one who had all the evidence against him. Maybe Hastings oh, was kind of, you know, and also okay. like Hastings was also a judge who was doing his job. So anything they had like paperwork wise 
was anything any other judge would do, maybe. Right. Except the thing he was accused of, he actually did, right? Like, yes. he did reduce their sentence. He did, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then maybe his lawyer said, oh, we reduced it because of X, Y, and Z. Or right, like, there's, the, right. there's reasonings behind right, it. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay, and they so, couldn't prove that it was a solely financially motivated. Right. Mm. Okay. So subsequently, suspicions arose that Hastings had lied and falsified evidence Ooh. during that trial. Oh, no. In order to obtain an acquittal, right? So okay. now all these things are starting to happen where they're like, you know, what the fuck's going on, yeah. right? So because he's a federal judge, they have to go through all these different cir uh, circuit courts, and then it goes up to Congress oh. to impeach him, possibly, right? So a special committee... Um, of the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals began a new probe into the Hastings case, right? Now we're going to look at just this criminal case and see if he falsified information. They got to go through all that evidence wow. and everything that, yeah. So the resulting three-year investigation ended wow. with the panel concluding that Hastings did indeed commit <gasps> perjury, tamper with evidence, oh, no. and conspired to gain financially by accepting <gasps> bribes. Oh, but he's acquitted, so he but can't the criminal be charged. Right. Which is oh. what he was saying the whole time. He's like, I've already been cleared of this. What the yes. fuck, right? So I've, oh, and you can't recharge because of whatever the hell. The double uh, jeopardy, double right? Double jeopardy. So the panel recommended further action to the U.S. Judicial Conference, which in turn informed the House of Representatives on March 17th, 1987, that Judge Alcee Hastings should be impeached and removed from office. Oh, so they're like, we can't charge you criminally, but we can, but take, we your can job. take you out of the seat. Yeah, Right. On August 3rd, 1988, following an investigation by the House Judiciary Committee on Criminal Justice, the House of Representatives voted for 413 to 3 to adopt House Resolution 499, approving 17 articles of impeachment against wow. Hastings, the greatest number of articles <gasps> in any impeachment proceeding to date. Wow. Yeah. Charges included conspiracy. And that's like everyone in the House saved three yeah, people. Right. Wow. Uh, charges included conspiracy, bribery, perjury, falsifying documents, thwarting Dang. a criminal investigation, and undermining the public confidence, quote, in the integrity and impartiality of the judiciary, end quote. Wow. How many years do, if you happen to know, did mm. the, his partner, get, or the guy that he Oh, I don't know. With? I don't know. I'm just curious. But he like, comes back. We'll see him again in here. Okay. So the Senate received, so, you know, they impeach him in the House, and of course, and it's got to go to the Senate, right? So the Senate received the articles on August 9th, 1988, and on March 16th, 1989, the Senate rejected a motion by Hastings to dismiss the case and adopted Senate Resolution 38, creating a 12-member trial committee oh. to hear evidence and then report to the full Senate on contested and contested facts so now oh, so the senate's got to do a whole nother trial, trial right God. and a he's lot of in time. there he's it's in a lot there of time. as his own lawyer well i mean he's trained and he was a judge That's true like he's pretty he's got it yeah. right and he knows the fucking case yeah. obviously and he knows, oh yeah so he knows like, oh yeah so the committee was not tasked with making a recommendation on guilt or innocence right we're not going to send him to jail we're just talking about taking him out taking this job right. away from him right so the committee hearings continued from July 10th to August 3rd, 1989, consisting of six Republicans and six Democrats. The committee heard evidence for and against Hastings and took testimony from 55 witnesses, including William Borders, the who guy was convicted along, yeah, before him. Wow. Um, so the House managers presented convincing evidence that Hastings had indeed conspired with Borders to solicit the bribe. Hastings, who appeared in his own defense, objected to the use of the committee, insisting that the full Senate should be required to hear the evidence. Like he wanted everybody oh. there. I don't oh. know. His motion failed, of course. And Hastings also insisted that the Senate trial amounted in legal terms to double jeopardy since he had already been acquitted in a court of law. Like, why are we here? Right. 
Um, I mean, he has a point there. Absolutely. The trial committee presented its report um, on October 2nd, 1989. And 16 days later, the trial began in the U.S. Senate with prosecution and defense given two hours to summarize their cases. The Senate deliberated in closed session on October 19th, 1989. The following day, the Senate voted on 11 of the 17 articles of impeachment convicting Hastings by the necessary two-thirds vote on eight articles. Um, and each article was when I went through and it'll be in our notes, but each article listed is like, he, um, it says something like, here's what he said at trial. Here's where it was wrong. Here's oh, what he said at trial. Here's oh, where he lied. Like oh. all these different ways that he, where places wow. where he lied in the trial and why there's evidence of how the he original was lying. trial where he was. Acquitted. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Wow. Um, Having achieved the necessary majority vote to convict on eight articles, the Senate's president pro tempore, Robert C. Byrd, ordered Hastings removed from office. But the Senate did not vote to disqualify him from holding future office, which I found very interesting. Right? Oh, because they're probably like, okay, we'll get him out yeah. of his judgeship and he'll, yeah. you know, sayonara, see you later. Right. So then uh, after this happened where he's impeached and he's going to be removed from from his seat, um, he stood on the Capitol steps and the undaunted Hastings announced he would run for governor of Florida. Woo! <laughs> I can get Look it, Look at this. I can get it. Um, he instead ran for secretary of state and he lost. Um, but again, he's not backing down, which I no. find incredibly like, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's confidence, if it's ego, if it's just being so fucking sure of himself, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how that is. I don't yeah. have that. Yeah. But he went Maybe through this it's... whole thing and then he steps right outside and he's like, yeah, bitch, by the way, I'm going to be governor of Florida. Like, wow. what? <laughs> what? Like no time, like, no, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I got to kind of recollect. Like, no. boom, let's go. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, hey. I mean, there's something there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I find that very interesting. Wow. But they'd never go away, no. right? No, no. So um, he does come back to Florida and he runs for the U.S. House of Representatives. Yeah. <laughs> and he's elected in 1992 to the House of Representatives. And he becomes the first black congressman to be elected since Reconstruction. Wow. Since the Civil fucking War. Wow. The first black congressman. Wow. Think about how fucking incredible that is. No, it's amazing. He's a groundbreaking. Yeah. Like, this is insane. His fucking career is incredible. But also, I also was thinking about, you know... The charisma of this human being. Yes. The fact that he just a few years before was removed from the bench. Right. And accused of this crime and then gets elected. Well, you said like when he was in, in court, like he seems to have yeah, a so way. Why, yeah, he's got yeah. a way about it. Yeah. But like, my God, I could, I've never met, I never had the pleasure of meeting Elsie Hastings. Yes. But I'd imagine he's incredibly fucking charming. It has to be. Has to be. Yeah. And, and smart and brilliant and knows the things to say and knows the issues, right? Yes, like he yes. was talking about these things before he ever fucking ran I mean, for office. Especially I mean, if he's a lawyer and a judge, like he knows how to yeah. look at in between the lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It's incredible. It's a brilliant skill. Yeah. His achievements cannot be, uh, you know, understated. For yes, sure, you know? Yes. So Hastings was elected, like I said, to the U.S. House of Representatives in 1992, representing Florida at the time. It was Florida's 23rd district. And it was it, it was actually Broward and Miami-Dade County at the time, uh, which is but it is now District 20, and it's Broward and Palm Beach. So because yes. of redistricting and changing the, the uh. lines of everything, it's now that. But that never ended. Like, he... He was in that seat for 20 fucking for 20 years, years. yeah. And he got, never had another person against him that would ever, <laughs> he was yeah. just no, never no, no. challenged, I mean, really. Yeah, and he's beloved in the community. Yeah. 
So um, when he was initially elected, he got second place in the initial Democratic primary for the post, and he scored a victory over State Representative Lois J. Frankel in the runoff and went on to easily win the election in the heavily Democratic district. He did not face a serious challenge for re-election thereafter, so not another time. He was just sent back every single time. And, and went now, back and to now serve. look at the seat. I know, but he went back. He won the seat and went and served in the body who impeached him yeah. a few years earlier. That's like wild. sat next to He's other Democrats like, who voted up? against him. Yeah. Hey. Hi, remember me, bitch? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. That's funny. I fucking love it. Because you know, you know that the, the, it had to be so awkward, like the very yeah. first meeting. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sure he let it go though. He's uh, like, I'm here. Let's go. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, so, it's just funny um, to me. Yeah, while serving in the House, Hastings was a member of the Congressional Black Caucus and was president of the Parliamentary Assembly of the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe in July 2004. As a senior Democratic whip, Hastings was an influential member of the Democratic leadership. He was also a member of the House Rules Committee, which is very powerful. Um, And he was previously a senior member of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. And he was a chairman of the Subcommittee of Oversight and Investigations. He never got to chair a committee. Because now Nancy Pelosi was going to do that a few years ago, but she started to get shit from the Republicans because of his his past background, mm. his past, and he meanwhile, kind of meanwhile who did they honey, put in office? This honey, makes no sense. Please, the oh, I have a funny, I have a funny thing to tell you when we're done. Okay, so it's just, and he kind of took it in stride, like he knew, like he was up for this really big position on, on one yeah. of the committees as a chairman and she was considering him and it was out there and then they fucking threw a fit and she's like i can't and he's like i totally well, fucking you know, get it yeah but i totally you know get she it should have just done it because they oh, would have done it please they would have done it that of is course the they would have all right so here we are um and on january in january 2019 hastings was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer uh, he died on april 6th 2021 at the age of 84 and uh it does suck and there was just a rollout of people talking about how wonderful he yeah. was, what a fighter he was. And it's, it's not, it's absolutely true. Yes. I mean, no, no one is here to talk shit no, about no, no, Alcee no, fucking no. Hastings. No. He's a, he was an amazing man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is. No, we're just, absolutely. We're just sharing email. This is what we do on the podcast. Like yeah. we just look at, well, I'm staring at sides. you because there's other things I want to say and I just yes. can't say them. I just don't think it's necessary to add on to it, but right. There are other things that are just funny to me. So here's the thing. You know, we live in a state where our, 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 the governor DeSantis is a, he's a Republican and he just doesn't um, give a fuck about filling these seats. And so he set the uh, primary for November 2nd, 2021, which was what? Fucking seven months after, just after um, Hastings passes away. And then he set the runoff. If in case there was two yes. candidates left for January 11th, 22, which means district 20 for, is not going to have a congressional yeah. representative for like almost t- two years or it's something. Ri- it's ridiculous. It's fucking insane. It's ridiculous. Or 18 months. I think it yeah. is, but it's insane that they have nobody sitting there and not to mention we don't have another Democrat in the fucking house. Yeah. And after the midterms in 22, we need the Democrat. Yeah. There. That's 20. 20- it's such a fucked up thing, but this, a- after, but actually after elections this week. Oh, forget about it. But we talked about this on the Cardassians podcast. We talked about how the Democrats don't have conversations with older Dems and God bless Alcee Hastings. I totally get like, but you, he knew he was ill. You know what I mean? And didn't like say, Hey, I want this person right. to take my seat. He actually ran for office again and unfortunately passed away a few months later. Yeah. And now what happened is 
this we ta- and we've this, ta- this a million list of people. Yes. And so now we, so now after he passes away, no short of 10, at least really important. Some, some people of, of these 10 people who ran for the seat were really important right. and had to, in the state of Florida, resign their per- current positions Correct. to run for the Alcee Hastings seat, Correct. which meant Omari Hardy, who is a newly elected representative in the, in the Florida yes. house Gone. left his seat on he was an incredible fucking progressive so i mean amazing an incredible voice left and did not win the primary i know and now what i don't know now what i don't know we had dale holness and um was it barbara sharif they're both fucking county commissioners resigned yeah, their I, fucking seats in broward county that, uh, that are now going to gonna be the appointed seat. by the governor right so now the governor can come in and p- appoint people to those seats. And, and it's we have just uh, unbelievable. And now we have Osgood who's stepping down from the school board and yeah. that seat gets appointed. Right. So, and, so there was this mad scramble of like all yeah. these Democrats. And of course, we don't have a party present who can actually say to some of them, hey, like, no, this is the person who we want to yes. be the fucking next or Congress this is person. who can win. Yeah. Or, but yeah, there's nothing coming from we the have Florida to do dudes. that. Nothing in Broward. Like, I have to Broward say, Dems. Broward Dems. What a fucking joke. Nothing happened with this. Get the fuck out of here. It's ridiculous. Tina, how could you even say that when I'm drinking? How could you even bring oh, up and that I, to me? Oh, and I got to bring something else up to you. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, let me just oh, wrap this okay. up. So we just had the primary. And guess what? As of yesterday, I looked at this yesterday. Oh, as of yesterday, <laughs> they are five votes apart. I'm yes. sorry. They are separated by six votes yes. as of yesterday. So Dale Holness and Sheila Servilis McCormick yes. are six votes apart. And listen to this. They did it by hand. Here's another reason too. why it's fucked. Here's another, re- yeah, they're recounting them. Here's another reason why it's fucked up that DeSantis set the election the way he did. He set it in a non, you know, election year, yes. 21, right? Yeah. Which means less people come out. So in Nobody the, came in, out. Nobody came out. In District 20. You know why no one came out? Because there was nothing happening in Broward telling people to come out. There wasn't a push. Well, who's supposed to do that? Oh, you mean the Democratic the, Party? Yeah, maybe the Broward Dems or the Florida Dems. Who's like, that? Yeah. Who's I, that? I don't know. Name one fucking I person. Seen, I haven't seen them. So in that District 20, there's 243,748 registered voters and only 39,591 people voted in that election. So a 16% turnout. But for, so, so for, let's and think, how many for, think about how fucking wild this is. 39,000 fucking people. Voting for 11 voted people. For, but voted right. to elect a congressperson. Yeah. A congressman yeah. or woman. That's insane. It's insane. And now it's separated by six votes. Yeah. Six fucking votes. It's a mess. <laughs> it's fucking wild. And one of these two candidates promised people $1,000 a month. I don't know what the fuck's going on right wow. now. Like it's crazy. It's wow. crazy. So it's just a mad scramble to replace this person who is a fucking legend, right? Like, I just, I think it's incredible. And it goes to, like, where we are as a party. But, but and that's, is, the Republicans may seem fucked, but the Democrats right. are even more fucked but up. But this is, but this is where, and we, we, we talked about it with our favorite uh, congressman. Oh, hi. Um, hi. <gasps> oh, but we hi. talked about this, like, building benches and having things. Mm. And, and down here, it doesn't feel like there is a strategy no or a plan. No. And that seat is an important seat and it should have been thought about five years ago. Absolutely. Whether he was sick or not, Absolutely. right? It should be okay. There Eventually are, but he's going to retire think, or yes. who knows what, who would be a great person? Why are Congress people, how can we, Tina, why are Congress people dying in office? Right. 
Why? Nancy, I love, listen. She's got to go. I know that I love Nancy Pelosi. No, I don't like her, but I I watched her speaking this weekend. I said, I don't understand what she's saying through her teeth. I don't know know what's going on. God bless her. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless you. Just get out. But she cannot die in office. She cannot die in office. And Dianne Feinstein's 90 fucking years old. What are we doing? I mean. What are we doing? You have to pass the torch. You got to stop. And I feel like, I feel like if there is an age requirement to run for like a sin, I think you have to be like 30, right? Mm -hmm. Um, to run for a Senate seat. Why can't there be a cap? Like once you hit 70, we do it for judges, you know, at 70, like you got to go like it's, retire, go in the not garden about, and it's not about, take it's up not about whether go do like, go it, find what, something it doesn't, else for your time. Go mentor other people about, running for office. Yeah. How about that? How like, about go raise money for the yeah, fucking party? Go raise money. How like, about go there's fucking so support many the party. things that you could be doing. But besides that, it's not even about like, Oh, you're so old. Get out. It's the fact of the matter is we need to be prepared. Yes. And if you're still sitting there and also not for nothing, but younger people understand what's happening right. with younger people. You don't understand why parental fucking paid parental leave is important and Give you shouldn't take break. it out of a fucking a bill. You don't break. get that. You don't understand how break. fucking working parents need that fucking money. Yep. What the fuck? It's such garbage. It's one more fucking person said, if I hear human infrastructure one more time, I'm oh, going to goddamn fucking God. throw up. Don't yeah. bring it to me. Don't bring it to me. I don't want to hear it. It's garbage. I can't wait to get out of this, Tina. I'm going to focus on local oh. people, local elections. Fuck everybody else. Local elections. That's where it's at. Those are the things that impact you daily. I can't Speaking do it. Speaking of uh, All right, that's the end of my story. And what did you Speaking, think about, what did you think about Alcee Hastings? I loved it. Did I do, did I do no, anything awful? No, I think it was awful? great. No. Okay, good, good, good. It good, was good. good. Thank you. All right. So speaking of local people who yes. you love. <gasps> so um, I heard this week that. One of your favorite people, Roger Stone. Oh God, have you, Tina. have you heard that he's going to tell DeSantis? He's yes, gonna- he told DeSantis, like you, if you're going to run for governor, you need to say that you're not running for president, right? And if you can't say that publicly, I'm running against you as an independent. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna vote for him. I will oh, vote for fucking Roger Stone. Let me say God. something else. <laughs> it's funny that you bring this we up. We need to go ride. When are we doing this? I don't Can know. We Let's get go by his bikes? house. He lives like five yes. seconds from here. Yes. But here's the thing. This is what's so funny about what you just said. Roger Stone, who's basically a troll, right? I mean, criminal. he's he's done more to tell people don't run for office, to yeah. keep his party in line, than the fucking Democratic <laughs> Party is in Florida. <laughs> the Democratic Party should just be out yeah. there going, no, bitch, no. sit down. Uh, listen, Omari, you're fantastic. We need you we to need fight. You. We need we your need power. You. We need you're you. Young. Please don't do like, this. You can do this in five years. Please, we will. We were right. going to set you up. Please do not do this. But they don't have the fucking power no. to do anything. No. So how are we supposed There's to keep no this together? Structure. Now he's out. He's out of the fucking house. Uh, and I really like <laughs> what him. The, me too. I'm fucking pissed. This is fucking bullshit. <sighs> oh, Tina, fuck it all. God dang it. God, where's my drink? <laughs> are you ready? I mean, <laughs> I'm ready, but I'm scared. I'm, I'm already okay. up high. I'm up high. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Richie. I'm little Matt. And here in the 500 Section Lounge, we are three dads who host a family-friendly weekly podcast. Yep, we laugh, we go on tangents, we talk to great guests. Tangents? I I don't know what you're talking about with that. You know, there are gases leaking. Uh, All right, all right, okay. Yeah, we have legendary conversations from sports to history and everything in between. So be on the lookout for what we do next. And always be there to grab grab a listen. listen. All right, today, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the story of the Arkansas prison blood scandal. God damn it. Ooh. 
1978, the Arkansas State Prison contracted with Health Management Associates to provide medical services and began paying inmates for blood. But when they failed to screen the blood for diseases, thousands of recipients get infected. Oh, no. Tainted blood. Uh, uh. Okay. Oh, my God. I know. What song is that? Um, Tainted Love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it sounds familiar. How dare you? Is that Depeche oh, no. Mode? Um, no, 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 no. No? It's okay. not? No. Yes, it is. Tainted, no, Tainted, Tainted Love, Love is not Depeche Mode. It's not? No, Depeche Mode is like, people are people. It's, um. Um, I'm looking this up right now because I don't believe you. <laughs> Tainted Love. Uh, 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 Tainted Blood. All right. Soft Cell. <laughs> oh, it's like their one hit wonder. Yeah. All right, so. That's our a great song, It's though. a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our story takes place in Arkansas, which, you know, I like to say is Arkansas, because it drives my husband nuts, because yes. he lived there for a good while. So did his one- beautiful sister live there too? Yes. Oh, hi. Hello. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So uh, the one prison that I'll focus on here is Cummings Prison in Grady, Arkansas. So an article by Sophia Chase published in the William and Mary Business Law Review in 2012 gives some background on the conditions at Cummings Prison back in the late 60s and early 70s. Essentially, things were a hot mess. Chase notes that throughout this scandal, the prison was dealing with other allegations of misconduct, and she writes that uh, the prison was dealing with, quote, murder, rape, bribery, embezzlement, and poor medical care Mm. uh, that was ongoing, and the state government was working to end a system of bloated bonuses for prison officials. So all this stuff is going on, um, which may have distracted officials from looking at the blood mining operation that was happening with oh my um, god blood mining with like the health management associate uh, association so uh jeffrey st Clair's 1999 legal news article which is pretty biased against bill clinton i want to just say that at the top but um and i have Fuck no, i have no problem with yeah, that good. Fuck <laughs> him. He's a piece but of it me. outlined a lot of what was happening so essentially the first year that clinton takes office as governor is the year the prison makes this deal with Health Management Associates, which I'm going to refer to as HMA Mm -hmm. from here on out. So this company, HMA, decides to mine the blood of inmates along with providing those medical services. So they did... They did pay the inmates for the blood. And this still happens today. Like if you go to a blood bank, people will pay okay. you to donate blood. Mm-hmm. And then they'll pay you more if you donate like your plasma right. and things like that. It's like, right. you know, 50 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, but because these are prisoners, they unfortunately get exploited here. Oh, and God. they're paid $7 <gasps> for blood. And some prisoners up to 100 a week were giving blood twice a week. So... The reason why this is a thing, like why they are donating their blood, is because basically in many other states, if a prisoner is working, they could still get paid for their labor. But um, at the time and still today in Arkansas, Arkansas does not pay their inmates for their labor, which mm. is it's bullshit. Um, they are one of eight states today that still don't do that. Guess which is another state? Well, Florida. That. Yeah, Florida, yeah. of course. I can't stand, like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing here? Just name so, any shitty thing, and I and can it's, say it's Florida. Florida. It's Florida. Yeah. So one of eight states, so, I mean, they can make you work, they can make you do all of this stuff, and they don't have to pay, which I right. don't, it's not right. No. It's, it's not right. It's not slavery. It's slavery. So What the fuck? It's like modern-day slavery. So, yes. of course, if there's this option to make money by selling your blood, 
people are going to take it because they need money. Right. You know? And so, $7, I mean, how fucking far $7. does that go? So HMA got the blood and then sold it to companies that would transform it into medicine for hemophiliacs as wow. well as to pharmaceutical companies and other blood banks. Wow. So one of the main pharmaceuticals involved was a company called Cutter Laboratories, uh, and that's according to Chase's article. So this is the medical industry in the United States, right? So, of course capitalism mm. and they're going to try to make as much money off of the blood. I was going to wonder how much that yeah. they can. So St. Clair's article notes that they sold the blood for $50 a pint mm. and that the Arkansas department of corrections got half of that. So they're paying the guy seven bucks. They're making 50 bucks. The prison system gets half. They keep the other half. And Chase's article indicated that they collected 300 to 500 pints a weekend. Jeez. So that's about $20,000 a weekend. <gasps> And 10K going to the prison and about half a million a year. So it's a lot of money. And that was back then, which today would be equivalent of making $1.2 million annually. Holy off cow. Of the blood of these people. Holy cow. So let's get into things. So recall this is starting in the late 70s through early 80s. And what disease is happening at this time? AIDS. Right. HIV. H- the HIV AIDS mm-hmm. epidemic is happening. And St. Clair's article noted that the FDA had put an alert out stating Mm. that prisoners had high incidence of HIV AIDS because of unprotected sex and intravenous drug use, right? So this company, as part of the medical industry, should have known better, right? These alerts went out, um, but do they test the blood? Do they do anything to ensure that the blood is safe? No, right? Because if they're going to start weeding people out, that's less money in their pocket. Oh, my God! So... Blood money seems like an appropriate description here. Holy cow. So Chase cites an internal memo from that Cutter Laboratories uh, at the time that highlights how folks felt about those FDA alerts. And this is an, an internal memo, quote, take no extraordinary actions. There are no data to support the emotional arguments that prison plasma collected from adequately screened patients is bad. To exclude such plasma from manufacturer of our coagulation product would only be a sop or gratuity to the gay rights <gasps> and would presage further pressure to exclude plasma collected from the Mexican border and the paid donor. So basically, if we do that, you're just appeasing, you know, the gay rights people and like, we're not going to do that. And, you know, business as usual, right? Holy cow. But, Because the FDA put those alerts out, the company decided, okay, well, we're not going to sell this blood through the U.S. anymore. We're going to do it internationally instead. So HMA, um, they start selling to Canada, the U.K., Italy, like all these other countries. Oh, my God. And then HMA eventually stops participating because their contract with the prison ended in 1986. But the bloody business kind of still continues because other organizations come in and they kind of take over and they're at the helm of oh my God. still collecting this. And so, they're not testing it. They take the blood from them and then they're not, they're selling they're not it. They're screening it. And they're not testing it. And so they're not. And they're so not, they're doing like these pre-screening things with the prisoners. Like they ask them, you know, like when you go to yeah, get how, blood and they, they ask you that. They could have HIV and not know. Right? Yeah. And so then they're selling the blood to these people and they're yes. not telling them, hey, no. this hasn't been screened. Correct. or. Holy cow. I know. So um, Chase's article also cites this documentary. It was called Factor 8. Mm-hmm. And Factor 8, that's like the blood clotting protein. 
which is needed by hemophiliacs. So like when you donate the blood, like those, the pharmaceutical company who makes the medicine for hemophiliacs, they take the factor eight out and it makes it into a medicine, but that can still be infected because that's coming from someone. So this is how Ryan White got it. Uh, yeah. we talk about Ryan White. Yes, and, yes, you know, yes. When so I covered he the got it from an infected. He was a hemophiliac. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think he. They I need, they need his, to get blood transfusion. Yeah, thing. I don't think his blood came from. Oh, no, I'm not um, saying that. Like from this, this prison. Right. But yeah, but it's the same thing. That's how, yeah. Yes. So she writes that in that documentary, prisoners involved with the program claimed that they actually participated in collecting the blood too. And that. What? Yes. And that quote resulted in overbleeding. <gasps> bleeding disqualified donors, unsafe conditions for the donations generally, and the destruction and falsification of records and evidence. And they claim that prisoners who did not meet requirements to have their blood drawn and used for medical purposes were still accepted by the plasma center. Some of those disqualifications were were things like, you know, having hepatitis C. Oh my God, what the fuck? it's, It's insane. This is crazy. It's insane. It's insane. Like I was reading this. I'm like, why don't I know? I don't know. But also it's about like, this. There's too many people, you know, so many scandals. people involved. Yes. There's scandals this that we do where it's like, thing. okay, these two people are conspiring. Yeah, no, no. This is, this a is so many people. This is a system. How does not one person that like, started um, in 1978? Holy cow. So things get to a head around 1983 when the FDA recalls 38 blood units. I don't know how many pints of blood that is, but. They're recalled because they came from 12 prisoners who were infected with hepatitis C. And Chase notes that it was too little too late because the blood had already been distributed primarily to Canada. Mm-hmm. Then another recall happens until the FDA finally kind of like shuts stuff down for a little bit in 1984. But in the end, so like I said, when they didn't get that contract back, HMA, it was because of this. Mm. But then they gave the contract to these other people who were continued to do things. So HMA gets shut down, but that didn't stop the whole operation. (sighs) So in the end, HMA is investigated. They find out that not only did they not test the blood, but Chase says that the Institute for Law and Policy Planning of Berkeley, California, ILPP, provides a response regarding HMA's practices, and they, quote, identified 40 areas where HMA completely failed to meet the requirements of its contract with the ADC. Even worse, HMA also violated general professional standards as it, uh, and this is a quote within a quote, hired a large number of unlicensed, uncertified, or legally unqualified medical staff who were not properly supervised. The final analysis concluded that for HMA, all this must be viewed as profit-motivated business decision-making at best. Yeah. All about the money. Wow. So... The other organizations, like I said, take over, and Chase states that the prison director at the time, uh, John Bias, said, quote, we plan to stick with the plasma program to the last day, to the last drop we're able to sell. Wow. It's, it's disgusting. It is, and it's just so... It's disgusting. It's just so clear. It's because it's a group of people that every, they think everybody... That they they, think, they think nobody cares about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these are just dispensable. We can do whatever we want. We can stick right. a needle in their arm, drain them we of can blood. drain them of blood, but then they're not thinking about who is on the other side getting yeah. this blood. Right. I it mean, doesn't there was, matter. I read one article where, like, some woman's, like, her seven-year-old son, oh, you know, died. God. Oh, you know, my God, Tina. He, like, he needed a transfusion. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's terrible, 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 terrible. And it really, all of that program ended up lasting until 1994. What? From 1978. Oh my God. 
1994. Wow. So almost 30 years. And according to Jennifer Rose's Medium article, those other orgs, like I said, just were still from that 1984 thing through 90 for another 10 years are still selling that blood. Wow. So now the U.S., they remember they st- didn't really sell in the U.S. They started selling internationally. So the Canadian government oh, found boy. after an investigation in 1994 that the contaminated blood led to 7,000 hepatitis C deaths, oh my God. 41,000 AIDS deaths, and about 20,000 cases of hepatitis C infections. And people who have hep C, like you, I mean, you can eventually die of like liver failure, um, but it is a lifelong condition that is debilitating. This is, in, this is murder. Isn't yeah. I crazy? Yeah, no, no. They, this is fucking insane. Yeah. 41,000 people? Um, 7,000 and 4,000. 4,000. So, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's insane. It's insane. And that's in Canada. But remember, blood went to the UK. Blood went to Italy. Oh, right? my God, dude. No. So, of Come course, on. there's no charges. No! <laughs> Teen, my next question is going to be, yeah. please tell me somebody no. get help. What the fuck are you talking no. about? So, um, what happened is the Canadian Red Cross, so in Canada, the Canadian Red Cross in 2005 finally admitted guilt, according to Globe and Mail, and they said that at the time they were, quote, Deeply sorry for the injury and death caused to those who were infected by blood or blood products it distributed. So this is 25 to 30 years Deeply later. sorry? They're deeply sorry. And so because the Canadian government said, yes, you got this blood from this um, from that pharmaceutical company, right? But then you didn't do your due diligence of checking that blood, right? So they just distribute the blood. But then the Red Cross, I, I don't know how that works. Like, are you testing the blood twice? Like, at this point, how how do you know the AIDS crisis is happening? I People, know. it's through the blood. We knew that. At and that this point. blood is coming from prisons. How, yeah. Like, how? I, but how do you not check it? Ever, oh, when did that even get into place? When was that a thing? I mean, I how could you not know? I know. Come on, man. So this is, you know, like I said, it's twenty five years later. So they make that statement. They're fined five thousand dollars. Mm. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> And, but they did agree to give $1.5 million in scholarships to the victim's families and medical research. Like that was like- $1.5 million is nothing. It's nothing. How dare you? So a spokesman for the Canadian Hemophilia Society said, quote, how can anyone be satisfied? Thousands of people lost their lives. Hundreds and hundreds of people are living with these fatal viruses today. There's no great outcome here for anybody that's gone through the tainted blood scandal. Man. And then a victim of the tragedy, Bruce Devine, who contracted a hep C um, from the blood, um, had this to say, quote, they slither between every legal loophole and hide behind every lawyer they can. The Red Cross is walking free from now on. I mean, and he's wow. living, he's going to die Jesus. from this disease. So again, the U.S. doesn't face much backlash from this because what's happening is very early on when the FDA came out, they're like, we're not going to sell in the U.S. So there's no like U.S. news about this because it's happening in these other countries. Mm. So they're just like, they wash their hands of it. Holy cow. It's just, it's just crazy. So in 1999, hemophiliacs, um, this was some points of interest um, from Canada sued because the Canadian government was still using the tainted blood from Arkansas prison <gasps> scandal after what? they knew the blood was ta- tainted. What? How could they fucking do that? An AP article from the time reported that about a thousand folks contracted hep C between 1980 and 1985, but Canada stopped buying um, the prison blood 
1983, but there was, so there were those three years where they were still buying the blood. Holy cow. Um, in 2006, the BBC reported that the UK government destroyed the files of those patients infected with products distributed what? by the N- NHS. And NHS is the National Health System of the UK. And they too procured the contaminated blood. And people believe that the records were destroyed as part of a cover-up, which the NHS yes. denies. They oh, say it was you. an accident. There was, oh, it's please. an unfortunate accident that those oh, yeah. files got lost. Mm. Because they're now, you know, because there are people in the UK that are like, you guys bought this blood and now we're dying. Yeah. And, you know, just burn the records and, and pretend like it doesn't fucking exist. It's, it's Holy wild. shit. So I thought this was interesting. Oh, God. A Medium article noted um, that when HMA lost their contract and no longer participated in the program, their license to sell blood got revoked because they were under fire with the FDA. But they don't get in trouble with the FDA. And the Medium article suggested that then-Governor Clinton and the Arkansas Department of Corrections convinced the FDA that it wasn't HMA's fault. Yeah. That it was the fault of a prison guard instead. I got to tell you. So guess what? They got their license back to continue to sell yeah. blood. For this whole time, I was thinking to myself, who do they know? Can you? Because can there's you, no way that they are getting away with this. And no, somebody's not, they're either I giving mean, money to somebody, maybe his campaign. I don't know what the fuck it was. Who knows? But whatever it was, they knew and somebody. They got nothing. This is, they, out, this is they, an outrage. It's outrageous. And I'm How like, fuck? What the fuck? I'm like, man, I remember when he ran for president I, and I was young. Oh, God. But I don't remember hearing about this scandal. Oh, I don't please. remember hearing his involvement in this scandal. And then the this guy with his dick every second. Oh my god! (laughs) The Daily Beast reported that there was a whistleblower in the case. So there was this guy named Rolf uh, Castell, Mm -hmm. and he was one of the people. So this documentary came out that I said it was called Factor Eight, and they interview him, and he's like, "Yeah, this is what we did." Like, so he and um, he claims uh, Rolf Castell that there was um, that, that he sort of like suffered for putting himself out in that documentary. Mm. And the thing that is awful is that he was serving a 40-year jail sentence. Oh, my gosh. But he was serving 40 years because he used a toy gun in a robbery. He stole $224 from, like, a Taco Bell, and he had a toy pistol. And this is back in 1981. And they gave him 40 years because he had, like, a prior. So he's sitting in jail for 40 years because he had a plastic. I mean, yes, he, you know, Robbed. um, robbed someone. Um, but people for years were trying to get him clemency because they're like, he helped expose this scandal. Like he gave his, he was part of it, like, and, and said like, this is what happened and kept getting denied, denied, denied. Um, again, again, even the guy he robbed advocated for Castell yeah. to be released. But who's he's sitting like, on the clemency too, board? It's too long. Right. Who's sitting there? It's somebody so, that knows somebody so that knows gar- somebody yeah. who knows Clinton. I don't yeah. know. Just that's no, alleged, but alleged, but, alleged. but like, I like know. what, fuck? but it's like, garbage. Yes. It's, Finally, um, he ends up getting um, released October of this year, 2021. <gasps> Holy cow. They finally, like, let him out. I mean, <laughs> it's, it is crazy. But that's the story. That's the, the story of Tainted Blood, the Arkansas prison blood scandal. Oh, my God, Tina. I was like, I don't even know how I came across it because I was looking at something else. You know how it goes. And, I, yeah. and then I was like, wait, what is this? That's I, insane. It's, it's disgusting. I just it is disgusting. The first of all, pay your prisoners, yeah, and two, yeah. if you're going to, you know, take their bodily fluids, test it. I mean, you know, you know, like, and it's and 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 things happen in prison. Like, there's unprotected sex happening in prisons. Yeah, there's drug use happening of in course. prisons. Like, you need to check for that. 
It's ugh. It's so gross. It's it just nobody thinks about what's on the other side of that. It reminds no. me of your story last week where they're like, "What's the big deal? It's Vegas." Yeah, but on cares? the other side of that, it's a woman who just got fucking raped. Yeah. Like, there's nobody thinking about the other side. The other side. It's, it's it's not just about binge drinking and fucking pissing on the floor. There's people, women being yeah. fucking violated. What the fuck? Ugh. We have lost all sense of decency towards other people, yeah. to I human mean, beings. I mean, th- that it went on for so long. It's incredible. And they're like, oh, we'll just bypass things. For greed, for money. It's so gross. It's just, it's reminding me of that. And I I think I mentioned it last time, that dope sick. You have to watch it. You gotta watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is just, it just makes you. I love that Michael Keaton. He is so brilliant in this. He's a fantastic fucking actor. He is so brilliant in this. Oh my God. And and, I mean, I believe, I believe him in this character. And uh, we, and the thing I love Hulu, but. I wish that I would have not started it until all the episodes dropped. Yes, I love that. Because now, like, I, I caught I up, and now I'm like, I gotta wait. I know. Wait. And and in the last episode, this thing happened, and 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 the camera starts panning. I'm like, I'm like, oh no, is it gonna be Michael? Okay, please, 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 like, because I love his character so much. <laughs> I and love him. It is awful what this addiction of oxycontin does. Yeah. Um, it is awful, and the and the it's so good. Mm. Um, it's so good. I gotta watch it. It, it Although is, I don't have Hulu, so but I've been like contemplating getting Hulu, but it's like another thing another that I'm gonna pay for. Thing. Yeah, but well, um, we don't we don't have cable. We just do Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, or I know and HBO. See what I mean? Like this is how it goes. It's three. <laughs> we have those three. <laughs> this is how it goes. But that's okay. Yeah. Fuck it. So we have this is 97. We have a few <gasps> more episodes before we get to 100. 100, which we've just decided this morning we're just going to do a regular episode. Yes, we'll, and we're going to give, we're gonna two give giveaways. giveaways. We'll do giveaways, and um, that'll be fun. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Um, let's end it on a very positive <gasps> note. I wanted to say congratulations to our friend Bluebird, um, Jacques, <gasps> yes! and his beautiful bride Taylor, oh, who I God. think are getting married today. Yes, which is November. <gasps> 7th I think they're getting married today in Las Vegas yeah they were there they've been there for a few days how and, exciting uh, it's very exciting wedding bells oh my god and that's and again go listen to the bluebird little mug oh, he's, he's a fucking great guy incredible. and doing great things so congratulations and, to them um to the um anti-hate Adventure Boys, buy stuff from We're going to be doing, so cool. it made me, that's what that reminded me of the giveaway. So yes. we'll be giving away some of their shirts <gasps> for, um, during our giveaway. Ooh. And, um, yeah, he's a great guy. I'm really excited and happy for them. I love yeah. love. Okay. Yes. I love love. Love is good. Love is good. Yes. And that's so great when it ends, but love is good. Love yes. is good. Love is a beautiful thing. I'm excited for, I just brought the kids to see Eternals yesterday, which is the new Marvel movie. And there's a big part about love in there. And like this whole thing doesn't happen because this guy loves this woman so much. And so I take the kids, all four, I took Kate's kids and we, went, and we get to get ice cream afterwards. And of course the two 13 year olds are like, who cares about this relationship? I'm like, you <laughs> motherfuckers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh I'm like, and I, all I said to them is like, I cannot wait for three years from now Ooh. when the two of you have crushes on someone. And I'm going to be like, yes. but what about love? I thought you didn't, didn't care about it. Like I thought that was a big deal. Oh, how I can't cute. wait for that time. How but, cute. um, yeah, love is, love is good. Love is good. I took, um, my, uh, my son and I, we are kind of solo this weekend and, mm-hmm. We and uh, a couple friends, we went to the Wilton Creamery. So oh, good. Yeah. yeah. We just had such a fun 
Yeah. A fun little outing. I love it when I have one. Just give me the one kid. Yes. And we'll have the best time. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, I went. I felt kind of bad because I brought the friend of my older son, but they're all, all three of them are yeah. friends. Yeah. But, um, I was like, let's go. And then, um, my friend came with, so they kind nice. of hung out we hung out. So it was a nice, it was a fun little day. Good. Yeah. I love it. And the ice cream was good. Oh, oh and I did. So I got the, uh, espresso oh. and then, um, with my ice cream and then you pour the espresso on the oh, ice cream. So that's a good, good idea. We went to, I took the kids to DQ. You know, I gotta get that cherry Ooh. dipped. I like a good cherry dipped ice cream. It's delicious. I do the chocolate. So I grew up with, um, tasty freeze. We didn't have DQ. Okay. Yes. And it was a tasty freeze. So we used to play in the funeral home parking lot Oy. and it was like at the alley and then the funeral home parking lot. We'd get Ugh. kicked out all the time. Yes. But it was the only place that we had to play because the alley was like all like gravel, you know, like the yes. big gravel rocks. Yeah. And then there was a tasty freeze like on the corner and that was where we go. We go there and the AM PM because at AM PM, you could go get your lemon heads. You mm. could go get, you know, your bazooka Joes. Yeah. That was, that was like the thing. Yeah. Just roaming free at well, it's seven and eight years old. We went, to, we, <laughs> we went to karaoke a couple weeks ago. Uh, I parked in the back. That's where we kind of left. Yes. We were in the back. And it reminded me of, I used to, I, my mom's neighborhood, my mom still lives in the same house I grew up in, but we used to walk over my friend, Erica and Chrissy and I used to walk pass into the back of that bowling alley we'd have to scrounge up change <laughs> to get like a dollar fifty and we'd get the biggest coke you've ever seen and a basket of fries Can and we you would imagine? sit there and eat that it was the best and then erica of course would sneak her mom's cigarettes and so we were back by that dumpster behind the bowling alley puffing on cigarettes oh, probably not inhaling it those but are the days. Some crazy shit happens in the back of that bowling alley. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey. Hey. All right. So let's end there. That's it. <laughs> All right. I love you. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please follow the episode notes on our website, themuckpodcast.fireside.fm. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast. To support the Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support and different goodies for each level. Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do it without you.